thing. <clears throat> welcome, everyone, to another episode of Alpha Waves. Welcome, welcome. Yes, yes. Today, I'm not even going to bother saying episode, whatever. Numbers. Yes. Because <laughs> we got it wrong last time. Yeah, yeah. So that's done, guys. Just just go on, go, on, go on Spotify to find out yourselves. But what we are talking about is commitment. We sure Commitment. Are. The big C. The big C. Mm. And we've committed to this conversation. So we're on a, on a good... <laughs> We've started strong, I'd say. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, commitment is one of those things that you can't overlook, right, in life. No, as much as you want to. Mm, you or try. Be, you can't. you got to be committed to something. I think everyone is committed to something. Mm. Either way, you know. You reckon? Yeah, like, even if you're deciding to not commit to a certain thing, mm. you then, by default, are committing to something else, you know. Can you subconsciously commit to something? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I you think don't think it's always got to be a conscious act? Right, I'm committing to this. Not necessarily. I think there's some things that you do commit to subconsciously. Can you think of an example? <clears throat> I was just trying to think of one. like, Because I like to think about the unconscious agreements with things that mm. you have, which would be your, your commitments. But I guess like an obvious example I'd use now is say in relationships or whatever. Actually, is that a good example? Depends where you're going with it. You know, I don't really know. So I'm just <laughs> going to keep speaking. And if we get there, we get there. But <laughs> we'll we'll see how it plays out. But if not, I have an example B just in case. But if if say if you're, if someone, say if someone is non-committal or has commitment issues to committing to a romantic relationship mm. and officially like okay yeah you're not committing to becoming someone's girlfriend or boyfriend mm. but then you are committing to something else you know you're then committing to someone in an agreement that you have now like either sexually or in another way mm. or whatever or you're committing to being single or you're committing to something something else so another example like say if you have you know a habit of drinking too much or something and you don't commit to being sober mm. then you're committing to not being sober all the time mm. you lost me but no you know what me too I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> i can't think of an example <laughs> i was trying to humor you for the sake of the pod but you lost me i can't lie to I you i said i'm just gonna keep talking and see if i find it and i couldn't find <laughs> but a question off the back I of what you said. I want to cut this whole bit out and go on. <laughs> go on. Have you been with somebody? Have you dealt with someone that's got commitment issues before? Yeah. And how? What's the like key? Excuse me. Are they open with it, or what was the key signs for you to see that someone's got commitment issues? There's always signs, mm. and I recognize them. Because I also see the signs in Within myself yourself. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's when I started realizing more that maybe I'm the one with commitment. some commitment issues sometimes. But I feel like the signs are quite clear. Like, I was going to say people's history, mm. but at the same time, you can't judge everyone on their, on their history, especially if they are now actively trying yeah. to change it. But... If they do have a history of the same type of connection over and over, mm. 
that isn't committal, then then fine. I think. What are the signs? But it's, history is an interesting one though, yeah. because do you, right, without going too deep here, mm. for yourself, do you think your commitment issues stem from something in particular, like a history, a period of your life? Yeah, I think so. I think the way that I've seen relationships has definitely created some commitment issues in my life. Mm. But I think also my own issues with relationships, like not feeling ready for them. Truly. So how do you think, not necessarily you, but just in general, how do you think you changed that? Well, I think looking at your history is a good place to mm. start. Because I think when I actually look at my history and the people that I've really wanted to kind of go for or be with, yeah. I've often chosen people who I knew wouldn't commit. Oh, you know? Okay, right. So yeah, so that's one thing. I think if you think you have commitment issues, that's a good place to start. Look at who you're going for and why it might sometimes feel safer to mm. go with someone who you know it's not going to work out with from them putting your trust in something and then having the risk that it won't. You know what's weird about it? Yeah? It's mm. like, I always feel like, do you, how can I put this? All right, so basically, yeah, for me, mm. I'm not scared to commit, yeah, but I have an element of doubt with some things. Mm. Like, I'm, I can commit, and we're talking about relationships here, yeah? I can commit to a relationship with someone my element of doubt is in terms of like marriage, right? Mm. And it's nothing to do with getting married to the person. Mm. It's because my history growing up in my lifetime, everything, I've not seen a successful marriage. Yeah. Like everybody that I know, whether it's in real life, TV, media, mm. well, there's a few people in TV and media, mm. but the ones, let's just, yeah. Majority. Majority. Mm. I've not seen a successful marriage. Like I always see either, geez, look, get married. You might even officially divorce, but there's always like a split. And it's just like, mm. those things have always in my mind have cast the element of doubt where I'm like, part of me is like, yeah, but that's them. Like mm. my thing's different. But the other part of me is like, but is it them or is that just what happens in marriage? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, but I'm a chancer in it. So I know that. I'm yeah, willing to take yeah I'm willing to you. take the chance yeah. when it feels right to me mm. but at the same time I'm like the element of doubt would have shaped that level of commitment in my head mm. so I feel like sometimes with the history it's almost like you can look back on it but if the history the history doesn't change right yeah so it's like what am I going to do with that to make it change yeah I think it's what you um what meaning you assign to your history mm. you know so before i would look at the people that i used to date and i'm like there must be something wrong with me mm. for how all of these things have played out like what is going on that this is what's going on blah 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 and then it's when you kind of change your perspective a little bit and take yourself out of the center of things in that way that things start looking a bit differently to you yeah and you're like well firstly I was going with people who had their own stuff that they were dealing with, you know, like they weren't able to then take on someone else too. Mm. And that's a reflection of what I'm doing as well. And then, yeah, just kind of looking at things in a, in a different way or like instead of 
so for example even with that like looking at people like a history of seeing marriages not work out you could assign a meaning to it where you're like marriage just doesn't work for anyone mm. or you could assign a different meaning of or choose your partner wisely that's kind of the lane that i've mm. gone down yeah it's weird though because when people talk to me about that and they're like um i told them like a brief summary of my my relationship in that and they're just like oh yeah that's that's like so good etc etc and i'm just mm. like i didn't i kind of designed it that way like i didn't mm. wait so long to make to get it wrong if that makes sense mm. like so i've kind of designed it in that sense with i think with the doubt in my head what do you mean designed it in that way though like in terms of the person that i've been with how the relationship has gone like there's other there's there would have been other periods in my life where I could have maybe settled with somebody else mm. but I could just see within that person that they didn't have what I was looking for long term mm. but a lot of people ignore that mm. get in a, get in a relationship maybe even get to the marriage state and then divorce yeah because they've ignored certain things mm. that wasn't in the makeup of how you saw it yeah whereas me i've like i've been very analytical and taken my time mm. to even get to this that's stage. so good that you've had like that self-awareness because i feel like that's so important like you have to know what you need so you know what traits to look for and to know who who you are and i think people can often be so caught up in oh the person that i want wants me too mm. rather than thinking about what are the traits of the person that i actually want to settle down with yeah. But a lot of people aren't afforded that time, let's mm. be honest, because yeah. women want to get married. True. So, <laughs> like, it but it takes a lot we of time do. to actually get to know someone and make sure that, not yeah. even make sure that they're the one for you, but it's like, make sure that things just align because you might not be right for them. Mm. Like, I might not, you might want different things to me. Yeah. So, and that you're takes not, time. You're not for everyone and you need to be okay with that. Mm it's taken me a while to learn how to be okay with that i feel like i kind of am now but mm. not not really and i think it's so interesting as well because i agree that there is a time on things and things take time but i also feel like things don't necessarily have to take ages at the same time i mm. think it's knowing which bits to take time on and which bits you can you can speed up like for instance i don't believe in like instant chemistry or this that and the other or okay. blah 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 and basing a relationship on that because i feel like what is instant chemistry is just attraction and lust mm. you know like mm. chemistry truly is compatibility and you only learn that as you get to know someone better but then things like knowing what you want in a person and noticing things mm. you I feel like that can happen a bit more quickly, you know, instead of waiting to see something twice or seeing someone, something in someone and thinking that you can change them mm. or tell them like, no, yeah, this yeah, is why yeah, yeah. I'm right, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but you might, that might not be right for them. No, definitely. Mm. That definitely is something that gets overlooked sometimes, I feel. Yeah. A lot of the time. But it comes back to our topic of commitment. Like mm. if you two are, committed to this journey together mm. it makes it a lot easier yeah. or if somebody has less commitment to it they're likely to pull out 
Yeah. Because it's not moving at the pace or the direction that they want would it want to it go. to go in. Mm. Sometimes you've got to things, let things naturally happen if you're committed to it. Mm. Because, yeah, when you think about it, in life, any walk of life that you're trying to find commitment in, mm. I say the gym, like, you've got to have that element of commitment to it because there's going to be times where you're going to the gym. And you just don't want to do it. Number one, you don't want to do it. But even even above that, you're going, but you don't really see anything happening, mm. if that makes sense. You don't ne- always see the change in your body. Or it's so true. You don't, not for not for a while. So you, but you've so just got to stay committed to it. Yeah. You've got to walk that journey. Yeah. Otherwise. What would you say keeps you committed to the to the gym? Um do you know what it is, yeah? It's like there's a feeling that you get when you're reaching your goals mm. that keeps me committed. But I know that I fall off a lot. Mm. But it's that routine, yeah. And also for me, the gym's become a place where it's like an escape almost. Mm. Like when I'm in the gym, I'm not thinking about anything. Yeah. Like it's just so freeing. Mm. It's yeah, it's weird. It's That's the, so nice. It's the weirdest yeah. feeling. Like when I'm in there, I'm not really thinking about any I think creative things. Mm. I th- it does open my creative mind, but I don't feel the pressure to create. I don't feel the pressure mm. of life. It's just like Alright, cool. This, 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 and it, even to the point where I have a body goal that I want to achieve. But when I'm in the gym, I don't feel the pressure. Like I'm not pushing myself, as in you need to get there now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like just keep doing this, and you'll get and there. you'll get there. But mm. it's like I look forward to that session because I know it's a step further, to, a step closer. Sorry, to where I want to mm. be. So that's what kind of keeps me committed to it because it's like, I, if I don't go, because there are times where you don't go mm. and you're just like, do you know what I've realised? I never feel bad after a gym session. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like there's certain things that you need to tell yourself to remind yourself about the, the stuff that's good because I feel like with me, I fall off on the gym mm. all the time as you know yeah. and when that's happening you just gaslight yourself like oh you can just go later there's actually no point going today blah 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 mm. all these things and you need like something to keep you grounded and bring you out of those thoughts into a different one mm-hmm. and I used to do that with going for like a walk in the morning every day and I'd always say to myself you never regret going for a walk but you do regret not, not going, going for one. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah exactly and it's even like because I've got a routine of, of going early morning, mm. or especially on the weekends, yeah, Saturday, Sundays. But sometimes I want to enjoy my Friday night, right? Mm. So I might be out late. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I've got to go to the gym in the morning, you know? And it's like three in the morning and I'm getting home <laughs> and I'm like... You're not going gym. <laughs> I, I still wake up and go because I'm like... How do you stay committed to that? I'm like, You're the rest of my Saturday is going to... The rest of my Saturday is going to suffer yeah but i have to go gym Mm. like even if i don't go there for as long as i normally do i still Mm. have to go and do something like i think that's a good way to stay committed just what you said there like i think sometimes one thing that throws me off my commitment is thinking that if i do it i have to do it the same way or Mm. 
in with the same energy that I've done it before. And that's not true. You don't have to. Like, I think we always underestimate because you can't see progress with the gym specifically. You you forget that like even when you're doing a little bit of something, mm. it still counts. It's not it's not a waste of time. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, 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 of course. Mm. Especially like I said, for me anyway, it's a thing of it's more than just a physical thing. Mm. It's a mental thing in the gym for me. Like it's so yeah. free and mentally that even if I'm in there not for as long as I would be normally physically, it still helps me out. Mm. So yeah, I think sometimes with commitment you've got to find um you've got to find the cause almost. The your why. For yeah. Something. Yeah. Because mm. it's easy to say you're going to do something, but why? It's true. It's true. I mean, even with going back to relationships, like feeling non-committal, mm. you also have to ask yourself why, like where is this coming from? What am I afraid of? And even ask yourself, what do you truly, truly want? Because there was a period of time where I would just say like, no, I just don't think I actually like commitment. I'm not yeah. committal, blah, blah, blah. And that could be true for the moment, but you have to ask yourself, like, is that what you really want though? Because what I really do want is to like settle down, meet someone good, mm. blah, 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 all of that stuff. And by denying myself that truth, then I'm committing anyway, but to people that aren't gonna be serving me or that I'm aligning with properly. So it's just a waste of time to like, not look at yourself and be yeah. clear on what you actually want and to deny yourself the thing that you want. But you know what it is as well, what I've just thought about. Mm. You see with relationship commitment, yeah. You have to be ready to commit to somebody else, yeah? yeah. Which means that you're giving up an element of yourself. Mm. Like the element of, there's an element, there's a, there's no matter how minute or how big it is, there's an element of freedom, time, time, emotion. Yeah, like there's quite a bit when you think about it. Because mm. now you're not, you're not just living for self, isn't it? Mm. Like, as much as you can say, yeah, I'm doing what makes me happy, etc. Nobody, like nobody's gonna come into my life to stop me doing, etc., etc. Yeah. There's gonna be an element of it that you have to give up. Yeah. And you have to be realistic with yourself. Sometimes it's not your season to do that. Mm. realistically and it's not a bad thing but sometimes mm. people as long as you're forthcoming with it I don't mm. think it's a problem but some people get with people trying to almost bury those thoughts like yeah I don't want to I don't want to live the single life no more but the single life isn't necessarily just about seeing somebody else mm. it's everything else that comes with being single like mm. getting up and just going wherever you want you can still do that in a relationship, but you still got an ounce of responsibility to let the person that cares about you know no, where yeah. you are. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Little things like that. Like, That's so true. And like, for me, at one point in my life, I didn't like to answer. It's, it's weird how I looked. At it. I felt like I'm answering to somebody, right? Mm. I feel like I only needed to answer to myself. Yeah. So... When I realized that, I realized that I wasn't ready to give that side up yet. Mm. When I was like matured a bit and it happened during the relationship, it wasn't before mm. I matured a bit and I was like, oh, you're just, you just care. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just care. It's not that you're answering me. to you because I can still do what I want, mm. but you just care to know what I'm doing 
it's different now like mm. and I don't think that I could have hid that thought in my head like oh yeah <sighs> well I'm not answering to you mm. like I don't think I could have hid that until I was ready to be on that journey if that makes sense yeah, yeah. so a lot of the time with especially with relationship commitment it's it's is deemed like oh yeah you've got commitment issues and people talk talk down on it but it's just like mm. sometimes it's not you're not ready to give up that, that yeah because you haven't oh thanks yeah. for saying that that's true i feel like that's that's kind of where i'm at at the moment like mm. literally now where i'm like it is the season of calm mm. you know and it's nice to think of yourself just in relation to yourself for a minute and not have to think like oh you know can I continue doing what I'm doing in the evening? Because now, you know, someone's expecting a call or yeah, someone yeah, calls yeah. and it's not even distracting as such, but it's like a lot of energy goes to different places. So you kind of just want it to be on yourself. Why do you think we as people neglect that commitment issue, that commitment side to ourselves? Like we're always looking for, not always, mm -hmm. but a lot of the time we're looking for something else rather than being committed to ourselves and our own journey. I think something else can feel a lot more gratifying or rewarding in mm. the moment than mm. committing to yourself. Because when you start on certain goals, like a flower doesn't sprout straight away, mm. you know, and it's really testing to test your patience like that with yourself. And it's so easy as humans to be full of doubt with mm. ourselves if we don't see something happening straight away, you know. Pressure or rush came from, or like need to have something to show. Mm. But I think it is quite hard to like be working on something and be like, okay. Is it happening. like? Do you think it almost is like a a um, convincing like you're convincing yourself that you're doing the right thing? If you if like if you can see instant not instant gratification as in I've done it, but you can see the progress like. Do you think when you don't have that, having someone else that could po possibly be the person to be like, oh, you're doing this is why we look for other people sometimes or look for something more rather than just being totally focused on ourselves? I mean, I can only speak for myself personally. Mm. And I think for me, what it is, is um, I think what makes me impatient with my goals is because I have a vision of the end result. Mm. and I don't have a vision of the middle bit so then as I'm moving through the middle it feels so slow in comparison mm. to where I want to be and that can be quite a frustrating thing because it feels like often when you're making progress it's a natural part of it is feeling like you're going backwards or yeah. stagnant at some points and I think I need to build up my strength to withstand those moments because it's easy for me to then be distracted by someone else. Because when you are talking to someone, it's fun. Like there's adrenaline, mm. it's exciting, there's dopamine, yeah. all these things that, you know, don't come from <laughs> the work that you're doing that can be hard in the moment. And that's not necessarily a good thing, but I that's the way that I experience it. Commitment's a lonely road though. Yeah. Like there's is. nobody that's going to help you be committed. No, no one is. Even things like, being committed to your health or yourself in certain ways, like even being committed to the journey, mm. like 
it requires a lot of faith like one example I'll, I'll give which may be a bit you know a little bit deeper but even being committed to therapy mm. that is that takes a commitment you know because you you I think the deeper you go into therapy in the beginning the harder it gets Correct. and it feels like you're just going in week after week and improving by barely 0.5%. Like that's how small it feels because it's slow work. So what will keep you going? Literally faith, like knowing that, okay, there is, this will eventually change into something better. And I've been in therapy now since, I think for like four, five months. Mm. And it's only recently that like my therapist pointed out small things, well, they're not small to me, but it's pointed out a couple of things that showed like an improvement. Right. And it's so crazy because when you're staying committed and consistent to something, and this is the longest I've been consistent with like an, a health thing mm. for in ever. And it's so cool because it really is after the six month point in anything I feel, any given thing, that you start to s see tangible differences in yourself. Did you go into it like open-minded or could you see like, did you see examples of how therapy has helped people? Or was it an open-minded thing of like, I'm just going into this and see what happens? I feel like I've always heard people say, um, therapy's great, blah, mm. blah, blah, it really helps. But I personally have not seen that for anyone else. Okay. And when I tried it in the past, I didn't really see it for me either. Yeah. So I didn't go in thinking like, Yes, blah, blah, blah. I literally went in kind of as a last resort. So I was like, I just need this, right. you know, like it's getting too much now. I just need something else. Mm. And there was so many moments where I really did not want to go in that week or just wanted to cancel or blah, blah, blah. And, um, and it's hard. Like you just have to keep going. Like when, mm. when you're in therapy for the longest time, it just feels like nothing's changing, but That's it so is every day. Though, because yeah. I know you said faith, but like, is that it? That just keeps you going. I think it's not just that. I think therapy is such an interesting place because everything is significant mm. and also simultaneously not. Do you ever leave there and feel like, well, I don't know what the point of that was. No, I think every time I leave a session mm. and, you know, just to say, like, it takes a minute to find the right therapist course, for you and yeah, never yeah, yeah. give up on that. Like, mm. if you're not having this experience right now, that's okay. But every time I leave a session, I always feel this sense of, like, I've done something good for myself. I've done something that I wouldn't normally do mm. for myself. Mm. And I feel a lot of trust in the journey. You know, like, you know how you said when you're at the gym and you don't even feel the pressure to get to your goals because you know that what you're doing right now will get it's you happening. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel in therapy. I'm like, it fully is like a trust the process moment because mm. whenever you're in there, you're just like, how is this helping? Like, I'm talking about the most, you know, like, I don't even know if these are significant. Yeah. And then like two months down the line, you'll see how it's significant or like, one thing that you said in a session or that your therapist said to you, you'll use it later in your week or something, mm. you know? But I'll be honest, I was really not doubting the value, but I wasn't appreciating <clears throat> the value until my therapist went on holiday. Right. And then I also was away for a little bit. So for a month, I didn't have therapy. And that month, 
You felt the difference. It was a yourself. really different month. Yeah, like it was not easy. Like everything became a lot harder. And that made me, one, appreciate therapy, but also appreciate the journey mm. that like you're not at the end of it until you're at the end of it. So you have to stay on it because it's just not done. That's so interesting, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you stuck to it and I'm proud that you've done that oh, because thanks. do you know what it is as well? Because yeah. I asked the question and you, you, you've given me an answer that makes it even more compelling because mm. a lot of the time, yeah, with commitment, you can read endorsements about something like, oh, if you, you know, like for instance, oh, if you, um, I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, but if you, if you practice this 10 times in a day, by the 11th time, you'll be able to do it. Mm. Like, do you know when it's like you, you've seen this, these good stories of, mm. But if you haven't got that and you manage to stay commitment to, committed to something, yeah, I think that says a lot about your character. Aww, because no, it's true though. Because mm. a lot of times people need to see that endorsement. Like, yeah, yeah this, they've done it this way, so I know that it works. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I would say it works for sure. And I think the hardest thing for going to therapy for me is the fact that like I only really know one other person who does it i feel mm. like people within my culture and stuff like that no one really does that you know it's a bit taboo yeah definitely like still even in my family no one knows i do that you know mm, i'm like mm, oh i've mm. got a meeting every morning at this time <laughs> 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 and i just off to my meeting now guys <laughs> for real but i think that also I think it's actually nicer being committed to something when less people know about it. Yeah. Because then it feels not just like less pressure, but you truly are then only accountable to yourself. Mm. You know, like it's a different feeling when you disappoint yourself and it's only you that knows about it. Cause then you're not distracted with like, Oh, this person thinks this about me or blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. you are just dealing with, with yourself. But I think the most interesting thing about therapy has been the process mm. like and trusting that each time looks different i think it's so hard to do something when you just don't know how it's going to turn out yeah, you know course. and you don't know how, the steps to go there and you're doing something that's different for everyone mm. but i think that's when you need to stay the committed the most because that's your commitment it's all about you so it doesn't really matter how it looks for anyone very else very true very true yeah is there anything in your life that you would say outside that well I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna title it that. Is there anything in your life that you would say that you struggle with commitment? With on? commitment? Mm. Yes. <laughs> I would say like so many things. What's the key, like one? So two? do you mean a, an area to be committed to or mm. an element of commitment? Either, whichever you prefer. Um so I would say the hardest thing for commitment with me. Mm. Oh, there's two things. So one, consistency mm. and two, being comfortable. So even, for example, a commitment with, say, stopping a certain habit mm. and then you stop it for like a week and a bit. And then you're like, you know what? I'm good now. <laughs> and then you're back in the habit. I was in, you've shown yourself that you can do it. So now you're like, yeah, you're let like, me just do I it. I could do it. I'm good, you know. But your commitment was to actually not do the habit for three weeks. Do you know what I mean? So I think, changing your commitment halfway mm. through 
that yeah. I find difficulty with and you have to be solid with that. Um, that's when accountability becomes hard. Yeah, when yeah, you yeah. When you don't bring someone else to keep you accountable because you keep changing the limit for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's quite hard. Um, consistency and yeah. Is there anything in your life that you're that you've told yourself you'll you'll be committed to that you're not currently doing yeah for sure like waking up at a certain time every day Mm. it's so hard (laughs) like it's really really hard like if you're used to waking up at eight o'clock and then rushing around and then getting to work Mm. and you're like i just want to have a slow morning and i need to get used to waking up at like seven at least or 6 30 it's so hard to get used to something and i think I take my temptations very seriously yeah. when they come up instead of just viewing it as a temptation. Mm. And I also take my, I'll start tomorrow too seriously when I should never take that. I'm never going to start tomorrow. Yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah. I think I take time for granted sometimes. Mm. Like, we don't, do you know what I mean? Like when, when you think, oh, I'll just start later or I'll just start tomorrow. Or I'll just blah, blah, blah. And you're just wasting your time, mm-hmm. you know, you're wasting. And when you think you have lots of it, you're kind of okay with it. But I don't think you should ever be okay with wasting time. No, you can't. Because that's the one thing in life you can't get back. No, you can't. Well, one of the few things you can't get back. Yeah. One <laughs> um, of <the> few. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Time, time is one of those things. Mm. Um, what about you? Is there something that you found it really hard to commit to one thing i will say with commitments actually is Mm. to just be so gentle to yourself because doing something new even waking up in the morning like Mm. you'll say the worst things to yourself when you're trying to get back to sleep and get out of bed it's really you have to be i think people confuse being kind to yourself with being easy on yourself Mm. like being easy on yourself is saying oh, I'll start tomorrow with this, that, and the other. But being kind to yourself is like, there's nothing wrong with you. This is hard. But you've got to do it. you got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, for me, there's things that I want to do, right? Mm. But I'm struggling to commit to doing it because it's like, all right, the thing with commitment as well, I feel like sometimes if it's something that's going to be like totally against your way mm. and you're trying something new, sometimes you need to kind of set a good environment for it to happen in. Yep. So like, for instance, if you did want to wake up earlier, mm. like seven o'clock every day, if you start in the summer, mm. where the sun's shining, so by the time the winter comes, your body's just naturally ready to wake up at seven. Yeah. That takes away half the battle. That's so true. It's going to be a battle when the winter I comes. Have- <laughs> because like three weeks to get it yeah it's together. gonna be a battle because even me mm. like i said to you i go gym very early well not very early but like mm. seven eight yeah that's pretty on early. the weekend mm. and it's like i know that it's easier now because the sun's shining yeah but when the winter comes and it's cold and rainy outside and it's 7 a.m <sighs> The mental battle inside me is going to be like... See, my commitment's already shaken. I'm like, so what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to be looking outside like, oh, this is so long right now. Mm. But I know that I've already got my body ready for it. Yeah. So at least I'll be awake. Yeah. And if I'm awake, I've got no excuse. Mm. So two things that I'm trying to... I wanted to start going for 
runs or walk like long walks mm. on the weekdays that I don't go to the gym mm. so that I'm still doing something active yeah to get to my heart rate up but I can't commit to it because I can't find the time the right like I haven't found the sweet spot for me mm. like I gym I know at seven to like nine on a Saturday and Sunday for instance mm. it's perfect time for me because the gym's not too busy I get to start my weekend nice like it's a sweet spot for me yeah whereas i know that if i wanted to go gym at let's say 10 to 1 that period of time that's inconvenient for my whole weekend mm. going for runs i'm like do i wake up super early now and go for a run and start my day at six five or do i do it later in the evening it's just i haven't found that sweet spot for it yeah mm. so going for runs is one or long walks whatever you want to call it and reading i want to read more mm. But again, I'm just like. Well, you have to make if the thing with new commitments is mm. you have to make them so easy for you. Mm -hmm. So, I think already calling it a long walk in your head is making you think I don't have time for a long mm. walk. Like that's a long time, you know. You could call it a 20 minute walk, and you'd feel so much different. It's very true. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Yeah. That is yeah, yeah facts, facts, facts. Mm. So that side of it, I think that's what I need is like the terminology but reading now I'm like what is it I'm trying to get from reading is it the fact that I want to actually read or is it just the knowledge from reading mm. because I enjoy to listen to things so maybe I should look at audiobooks exactly yes because I enjoy listening to podcasts so yeah. and music so maybe if I just substitute that for an audiobook and you're still the same information there's no difference from an audiobook to reading something physically than preference that's it and I guess in your case, convenience. Mm. You know? But I don't know if it's the actual physical act of reading that I want to do or not. I don't know. Because mm. I've got books recently. Like, I've, mm. yeah, quite a well, few. Well, you could try it, you mm. know, and just think about when, when the thing, because with me as well, one of my goals for the upcoming month is to start reading again. And um, there's already certain things that I want to do in my mornings and my evenings. So mm. I was like, okay, fine that means I'm gonna read on the train when I'm going to work, you know? Mm. And knowing myself, this is why self-awareness is so important. And sometimes you do have to be extreme if you just know who you are. Yeah. I know that listening to music is so much easier for me to do and now more fun because mm. I'm just so used to doing it. So when I, you know, go back to work, blah, 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 um, in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna not take my headphones with me just to get in the habit of reading when I'm on the train. Yeah, yeah. To kind of force myself to do it. Because I know that it will be fun, but it's one of those things that you you obviously don't look forward to before you do it. Mm. Or when you're not in the habit of doing it as well. Yeah. So I think like at making your commitments easier is, is a good thing to It sure is. Yeah. And just figuring out what's realistic for you as well. You know, like, do you even like running? Yeah. I wanted to start running in the morning. I did it for two minutes and I was like, I hate running. That's the thing as well. Yeah. Like, I've got the idea of running in my head, but I know physically it's going to take a toll because I'm carrying a long-term injury. So mm. it's like, think about it smartly. Like, there's other alternatives to that. So yeah. that's why I was saying the walk. But then again, if, like you said, if I classify it as a 20 or a half an hour walk, it feels different than saying a mm. long walk. Um, yeah, but like there are things that, so for instance, 
I stopped eating meat at the start of August. Okay. So I said I want to have at least a month, just a detox a month. Mm. No, I didn't want to eat meat, right? And like, I haven't. And now we're at the end of August. I'm like, I feel committed to this now. Even mm. though I've got cravings of having s- some food, I feel committed to not eating meat. Mm. Like, so now it's become a thing of, I don't know when I'm going to stop not eating. Mm. I might never go but back. But now you're in a fun part where you're like, well, let's just see how long this goes on for. That's the know? thing. Once you've started to, like, once you've achieved what you was committed to, it becomes, you feel proud of yourself as well. Because yeah, it's do. like, I actually done that. Yeah, you do. It was. You feel proud of yourself and then you feel less attached to to things. I committed to celibacy mm. for three months and you do feel good afterwards. You're just like, and it's not even good. It's just like, oh, I know I can do something mm. now. And now I definitely look at interactions with people differently mm-hmm. than I had done before. And that's a difference that I wasn't, I was excited to see what differences I'd experienced, but yeah. this wasn't one that I was expecting. And I feel like that's such a fun thing that comes out of sticking to your commitments is that you will uncover new things about you. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, when it all feels boring or like an old part of you is going and it feels weird, you do have to have faith that there'll be other parts of you that will emerge and it will feel comfortable at the time. Mm. I think that's something that throws me off of my commitment sometimes truthfully, because I'm just, I feel like I have low key, like a bit of an attachment to who I am and my history. Yeah. And I think the more, I think I'm kind of scared of how I'll change by the end of certain commitments. Like, will you still be you? But you are. How, how important do you think it is to test your, test your commitment to something? Well, you know, I'm tested all the time, to be honest. So, and I'm not passing them. So, I'd rather not. If I'm, if I'll be really real. <laughs> so you can answer that, please. I don't want any tests on my, my commitment. I think it's important to be tested, though, because I feel like if you're not being tested, mm. are you really committed? It's true. It's true. I'm just salty about it, cause when my cravings come up for things Mm. i never view it as a test at the time and then afterwards i'm like failed again Mm. Mm. (laughs) so it's annoying you know it's annoying how do you deal with that like how do you deal with cravings or not taking your cravings seriously um depends on what it is sometimes i just will look at the bigger picture like just get past this moment and you'll be all right. Mm. Other times, obviously, you might fall victim to it and you're just like, don't, I don't know, this is hard because I'm trying not to be so like hard on myself for everything now. Because mm. it's like, if I wanted it, I wanted it. Mm. <laughs> mm. It is where it is. Now, see, I've been saying this, but you can't, you can't fall like into, years. you can't fall in the trap of, of doing that. You know, I do that every time. <laughs> that, that. Every time I break my commitment to something, I'm like, well, you know what? I really want this, and then the very next day, I'm like, I always want this. <laughs> like, I don't actually nah, want see, it. That's when it, when it becomes a pattern. It's like, yeah, you're you're almost committing your, you're you're becoming committed to the. 
to the wrong, wrong thing. thing. You're becoming recommitted to the thing yeah. you wanted to stop committing yeah, to yeah, yeah. in the first place. And that's the problem. But it's like that is a problem. Yeah, that's the problem. But I feel like it's important to be tested, though. Mm. To be tested, there's some things that you've got to be like strong, iron guarded. Like, yeah, mm. no, you're not getting through. But I feel there's other things. It's like, oh, I can, I can indulge in this, and then I can put it back to the side. Because mm. I don't think, I don't know. I feel like I don't think you should. Some things, anyway, as long as it's not detrimental to you and it's not harmful. Mm. it's okay to enjoy some things in life like it is okay to for instance if you're eating healthy right Mm. constantly eating healthy and then one day you go out and you're like you know what i fancy something unhealthy today Mm. and you do that and then you're back on track tomorrow yeah yeah it's all good but it's when it's like <laughs> you're like woo I forgot how good this was and then you continue doing it and you continue yes. doing it that's when it becomes detrimental to you yeah but it's not like you having it one time is not the be or end all like oh I'm mm. a bad person I broke my commitment da, 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 da. Mm. whereas there's other things mm. if you if you're trying to com- not commit to doing it and then you do it and it's harmful yeah then that's not good obviously yeah that's true but commitment is just it's just it's, it's a lot of commitment is a you mental gotta, battle you gotta not listen to the way that i'm starting to view it is like when there's a craving there because mm. it's different with say for instance with food like for instance not eating junk food and stuff like that i never want myself to feel like i'm missing out on life or restricted mm. so whenever i have a limit on myself with junk food i always say like when i'm out, a, out at a restaurant or if it's like a pizza day on the weekend mm. i'm going to be involved in that and be realistic with how you're dealing with your your commitments to understand who you are in that moment like you're not the person who's further down the line right now mm. so if you need to cut out certain things or remove temptations do that but i think it's really important to like know which voice is speaking to you Mm. like the voice that's speaking to me when i'm like oh i'm not gonna do this thing and then the voice is like oh but you deserve this thing it's been a long day just do it it's actually not even that deep so many other people do this thing it's not the biggest thing Mm. that is not your friend (laughs) that is just in it that is not your friend like you have to start well i say you it's me Mm. i have to start like listening to that voice with a different ear literally Mm. you know within yourself when it's like when it's not uh when you're breaking your commitment doesn't come from a bad place you know within yourself like so tell me about that difference what is that there's just a feeling of like an accomplishment and getting a prize if that makes sense Mm. like for how committed you've been i always feel like if it's an addiction though Mm. that's when it's like dangerous right Mm. but if it's something like i don't know if you've been properly strict on yourself with saving etc etc and then you look at your your account and you're like oh i've done quite well Mm. right and then you subconsciously you're just like all right cool i'm I'm doing well then you go out and you see something that you've always wanted Mm. and you look at your account and you're like i could get this and it won't impact me too Mm. much and you buy it and it makes you feel good and then you just continue with your process like it's just it's, you just always know where it's coming from yeah always i feel like if you're not impulsive don't be impulsive don't live in the moment too much sometimes you just mm-hmm. gotta it's okay to, to act in the moment 
but don't live in that moment. Like, yeah, you just got to kind of see understand it as, that moments do pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's and it's not. It's okay sometimes to to say no. Mm. Same way it's okay to say yes. You just got to find I that feel balance. Like it's so scary saying no to certain things when when you're so used to saying yes, like mm. doing something different, and then having, yeah. It is, literally yeah. literally it's responsibilities though like mm. it's just that's what it comes down to responsibility within yourself like yeah. being responsible for yourself mm. realistically i think it's just little things like you know like sometimes you might say oh i'm not drinking mm. for x amount of time or whatever and then you go out and you're like yeah i'm not drinking cool Mm. and then there's an event that happens during this period like your friend's birthday or something then you say to yourself all right cool i'm only gonna have one drink mm. just make sure you stick to that one drink it's so hard to do that i know it's very hard yeah very hard so you gotta know yourself in that moment because if mm. you know that you can be you've now committed yourself to just having one drink commit to that don't yeah. then <laughs> ignore that new commitment that you just made for that one night as well but that's so hard because once you do have that one drink, you're, you're, you're opening uh, up. Yeah, your mm. inhibitions are already looser, you know. So I think that's when it's useful to have different ways to be accountable. Like, have a time. Because with me now, like before, I'd always have an issue with like leaving a party early or knowing when to kind of call it a day and blah, blah, blah. And I'd mm. always count it by drinks or like something like that. And now I kind of use time where mm. I'm like, mm. if it gets to this time, you can't get the train and you're going to have to get an Uber. Do you want to do that? <laughs> you know, and kind of give yourself some other leverage, like yeah. another carrot to look yeah, forward yeah, to yeah, rather yeah. than what alcohol can do. Because mm. sometimes as well, like your resolve when you want to stop something changes because you have now stopped doing that thing. So you forget why you stopped doing it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So then it's not that deep to start doing that thing again in your mind mm. but obviously it is that deep because you weren't meant to do it exactly you know? exactly exactly mm. yeah commitment like i was saying it's a it's a mental battle yeah like 90 percent of it is mental yeah and it's just it about battle. and you know what you actually are stronger than you think like with some of my commitments that i haven't committed to and when i've been harder on myself and i'm like oh is this thing just bigger than me like can i not do it blah blah mm. blah I've had to really look at myself and be like, but did you try? Like, did you really try? Like when mm. a craving came up or a temptation came up, how hard did you fight to like battle against that really, you know? Because as soon as it comes in, most times within the first moment you get that thought, you've already made the decision that you're going to do yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, trusting your own strength and not underestimating that is important as well. How would you deal with somebody questioning your commitment? What do you mean? Like, within yourself, you feel like you're present and you're doing something, but somebody's like, but you're not committed to this. Like, you're not committed enough. They're, they're like questioning your commitment levels. How would you deal with that? Do you just drown it out and just focus on what you see as your commitment? It depends on what it is. Let's say something has... I don't want to use the same examples we've used of the gym and that, but um, mm. say like you're trying to learn a new skill mm. and 
you're doing it at your pace. But somebody that has done this before is like, I spent five days in a row doing this. You're only spending two. You're not committed enough. Mm. But within yourself, you feel that you're, you're making a commitment to learning this thing, but this person's pushing you saying you're not committed enough. Mm. How would you deal with that, do you think? Well, when when stuff like that happens, you kind of always have to check back in with yourself. Mm. So I think before when I was younger, I would be really swayed by like what someone else's perspective on things are. Mm. Whereas now I'm very aware of my life. Like I'm aware of what my other commitments are, what my other responsibilities are. And before I've committed to something, I've already done the work around that to know what my commitment looks yeah. like. So if someone, so for example, before when I committed to the gym, I was like, I'm going to do three days a week, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And if my, you know, if, if whoever was keeping me accountable, it's like, you didn't do it this week, this, 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 I would listen to them because, and that person is also doing what I want to do. Like they're where I want to be. Like they're yeah, going to the yeah, gym yeah, every yeah. single day. So their advice I would take because I actually want to be where they are. But if, it's not really like that and say you're learning a new language or something i would have to look at that person and think like is your time the same as mine are your other commitments the same as yeah. mine for me to take what you're saying seriously do you find it easy to prioritize your commitments i think i need to first be committed to my commitments before mm. i focus on <laughs> prioritizing. prioritizing them because we've got to be enough. real here <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. and it is hard to be committed like it is hard when you're not used to it but i also do want to say it's not actually as hard as you think it is mm. also so you know i'm very much in the battle part yeah <laughs> not the priorities part but yeah i think I think the way that I do prioritize my commitments, though, is in terms of urgency for how much I need them and how much they impact me. Right. So, for example, my commitment to meditation, which is a practice that I like to do at least once a day, mm. is something that I've never really let drop completely. Like if the most I've done is waited like maybe two weeks to meditate or done it like, you know, once a week or something. But that for me, I know like you know the same kind of feeling that you get from the gym that's what i get from that yeah so i know that my commitment to that really impacts my whole life in a different way so that's a commitment i would really prioritize mm. whereas something like the gym it does make me feel good but not as much as, as that mm. or going for a walk and being in nature like those things do more for me than than that does my commitment would be different like where i meditate every day mm. i wouldn't go to the gym every day that makes a lot of sense mm. very much so yeah whereas someone else like if i was talking to a gym bro they would be like gym is amazing it does this for your mental health it does that it does this it does whatever but that's for them so you've got to know what is good for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah and with that's a good place to to, to, to round this. up yes so yeah. if it be in that time what would be your word of advice? advice my word of advice with commitments uh you know what everyone says be realistic mm. but i think be true you know 
there's so many people who say that you should do this, you yeah. should do that. Like there was a phase where everyone was like, you should wake up at five o'clock in the morning. All the millionaires do that. You don't have any millionaire friends. How do you know yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> How do yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did not work for me. So make sure you're committing to something that is a commitment to you, not what other people think you should be committed to. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go off the back of that. Plus what you said to round it up previously. And it's kind of just like, um, personalize your commitments yeah because again what some one person says how how somebody commits to something might work for them and it might not necessarily work for your life yeah so personalize your commitments mm. and just enjoy the journey of it realistically yeah yeah mm. if you could give like one top tip for a commit like for keeping a commitment what would you do um pay attention to how it makes you feel and that kind of keeps you that's going. That's a good one. I would say. Okay. What about you? My top tip would be um, probably the language that you use around your commitment. Like if you're using words like I have to or I should or this long thing, then you're already setting yourself up for failure. I yeah, feel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've helped me with that with the long walk one, so. Oh, no problem. It is a thing. I can't commit myself, but I can help you commit <laughs> <laughs> to things. <laughs> I'm on my way, in it. I'm on my way. I'm yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we will see you. Next time. Yes. And be committed to being here with us next time. Yes, be committed to us, because <laughs> we're committed to you. That's <laughs> 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 a good way to end that. Extremely good looking. Oh, she's a model. Ha, ha, ha.